It's the Old Man Yells at Music Podcast. The show where a guy looks back at selected hits from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Also, some old musical TV shows, albums you may have forgotten or never even heard of, and more. Now, here's your host, the old man himself, Roger Stroop. Hello and welcome to episode 61 of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. I'm Roger Stroop. This episode is the seventh in my sub-series, Tales from the Bargain Bin, where I look at albums that were released in the hopes that they would rack up large sales, but instead ended up in the discount sections of record stores. To set the stage for today's tale, let's talk about the Cold War, the 40-year-plus conflict between the United States and its allies, and the Soviet Union and its allies. Although it never escalated to the point of a global military conflict on the scale of the world wars, the battle for influence and control was waged in smaller battles from Cuba to Africa to the Middle East. And the two sides built arsenals of nuclear weapons so great that the shadow of atomic apocalypse hung over the world for decades. And the acrimony towards Russia was frequently reflected in Western pop culture reaching a peak in the first half of the 1980s with films such as Red Dawn and Rocky IV. But in the latter half of, half of the decade, as Soviet Premier Mikhail Gorbachev began pursuing his policy of glasnost, or openness, tensions between East and West began to ease both politically and culturally. The Soviets allowed several of the veteran stars of their dominant national hockey team to go to North America to play in the NHL. They also began allowing American productions to film in Russia, beginning with the sitcom Head of the Class. This openness also extended to pop music. Billy Joel toured the Soviet Union in 1987, and the following year, Paul McCartney released an album of classic rock covers exclusively in the USSR. Meanwhile, Russia allowed the Moscow band Autograph to participate in the 1985 Live Aid benefit concert. And later, several other Eastern Bloc pop and rock musicians got the opportunity to tour in the West and even sign Western record deals. Among these was the man who has been called the grandfather of Russian rock. This man's name is Boris Grabenshikov. And today's tale from the bargain bin is his first Western release, the 1989 album Radio Silence. Boris Grabenshikov was born in St. Petersburg, which at the time was called Leningrad, in 1953. He attended Leningrad State University in the early 1970s, and, he, where he, and while he ended up with a math degree, his real passion was Western rock music. Influenced by the Beatles and Bob Dylan, he formed the band Aquarium in 1972. Pop music, like everything else in the Soviet system, was rigidly controlled. And so only bands who submitted their songs for state approval could have access to real recording studios and the best concert venues. Aquarium refused to submit to this scrutiny, so they recorded on primitive equipment and only played live sporadically. But they still managed to build up 
enough of a following that they were invited to the Tbilisi Rock Festival, a state-sponsored concert series and competition that took place over a week in March of 1980 in the Republic of Georgia. The band didn't win any of the prizes, but what they did win was the disapproval of Soviet authorities for their onstage behavior, which included such things as drinking wine on state, drinking wine, and quote-unquote provocative body movements. This caused Grebenshikov to lose his day job, but it gave Aquarium even more, even greater underground credibility. They released several albums and continued to build their undercover fan base. And in 1986, they were one of four bands that were included on a double album called Red Wave, four underground bands from the USSR, which was released by a small independent label in the US. This gained Grebenshikov some Western exposure, and when Glasnost allowed him to seek a career beyond the Soviet Union, his name got him attention from major labels. Columbia, the longtime home of Bob Dylan, signed Grebenshikov, and he landed Dave Stewart of the Eurythmics as his producer. So it was that on May 22, 1989, Radio Silence was released in the U.S. The album begins with the title track and first single. It's a frenetic pop rock song with an opening that reminds me of both Footloose and David Bowie's Modern Love. Here are some lyrics. It suddenly feels like a new year, like I'm, like I'm a million miles away from here. I can see some kind of light here, although I won't name it. I want to talk about the moonlight. I want to talk about the wild child, you know, that real wild one dancing alone in the middle of the world pool spinning tales about silence, about radio silence, about some kind of asylum in the middle of an empty field full of danger. It's strange. I don't feel like a stranger. I feel like I belong here. I feel like I've been waiting a long time, and now I can tell you some stories. Obviously, from the lyrics, this is kind of a mission statement of his first appearance in, in, in a in the Western music industry. His accent is very obvious and that kind of, but that kind of, and that kind of gives the song a bit of a novelty quality, but that's not, I don't think that's what he's going for. Overall, I'd say it's a pretty strong opening track. Track two is the postcard. The album's only other single. Let me put my stamp on the lyrics. This is a postcard saying I'm all right in this beautiful city. This is a phone call saying, yes, I am sleeping alone here. But the telephone lines are cut. My hands can't hold the paper. You are on my mind. Nobody knows your name here except when the moon is out. And then they toss in their sleep, crying out for you to take them. But me, I cannot sleep. I cannot dream. My heart is shattered. You are on my mind. Once seven colors used to make men blind. And now we are like birds stuck in barbed wire. It opens on a dark tone, but then becomes more peppy new wave. There's some Indian-sounding touches and a nice guitar solo, but overall, it's just okay. Track three is The Wind, a ballad that starts with acoustic guitar, then transitions to synths. Let these lyrics blow over you. Your eyes are colored like wind, wind from the northern sea a wave on the sand so clear, 
whoever got me that far must be laughing. All right, I can laugh as well. So sweet is your touch, may I never go free. But I'm breaking away to return unbound, and I hear the sound behind my shoulder, like, like the shape of the swan gliding. And when the trees are bare, there will be no one to return to. But we stay, believing. Your eyes are colored like wind, bringing incredible news. I don't know if I'm ready. It's got this European poet vibe that has never really been part of American pop music. He's trying to cross over while remaining true to himself, so I gotta give him credit for that. We'll continue to talk about the album right after this. Hi, this is your host, Roger Stroop, letting you know that if you like my point of view on old pop music, you can actually find lots more of it on the Old Man Yells at Music blog. I've been looking back at top 40 charts from the 70s, 80s, and 90s and beyond for almost 10 years now, and I've done hundreds of entries and covered thousands of songs from the American, Canadian, and British charts, from the A's to ZZ Top, from Abacab to Zoom. You'll also find my Uneasy Rider tournaments, celebrating the odd ducks of the American top 40. The 70s tourney is complete, but the 80s one is just getting started and you can follow along on the blog as it progresses. And of course, you can find links to the latest episode of this podcast and the accompanying YouTube playlists there. So take a look at the Old Man Yells at Music blog, which you can find at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. Why is it there? You'll have to go there to find out. That's the Old Man Yells at Music blog at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. Track four is The Time. It's a piano-lading pop song with lyrics such as these. Sitting in a corner in my castle made of single malt and smoke with all my friends around me, and I love them till I choke. And I watch you dance with someone, someone not even there. And you're simple as in sacrilege, and you're pure as in prayer. Somewhere there's a point of no resistance, but we make sure there's no getting there. And we're beautiful when we're animals, but so easily scared. And I cannot even talk to you, stricken down as a hunter to its prey, sliding down, down this hill of glass again. And there's nothing I can say. I guess it's just the time. I guess it's just the time. I guess it's just the time. And I will see you when the time is over. And then the northern wind calls, and the, then curtains part. And then the castle wall falls, and there's an arrow in my heart. Pretty evocative and melodramatic, and the Russian accent um, accentuates the smoky cafe vibe. I'd probably say that this is my favorite track. Next is Winter, a ballad. Lyrics. Now that summer is gone, snow's on the ground. I sought and I found, I know what I found is true, but the bitter gray sky fades into silence. Only the fire is left, and some say it's not enough to carry us through. Days of apple bloom white, silver and steel, tales of webs spun, spun around a careless heart. I dream of the snow-white seagulls crying to show me the way, but I will stay here with you, and nothing will ever come to tear us apart. Look into my eyes, sister. No harm will come to you. His delivery is mumbly and sad. 
continues the whole vibe of this record being unmistakably foreign. Track six is That Voice Again. Here's my voice again with lyrics. I hear that voice again. I hear that voice again. Seems so simple now. Now that the sky is clear. Maybe the road was tough, but at last we're here. I've got nothing to hide from you. Nothing to explain. Just this vision of broken wing and the raven cries in pain. I hear that voice again. I hear that voice again. If darkness surrounds you, I'll be the fire to guard your sleep. If there's nothing to stand on, I will lay myself beneath your feet. I will show the world to you, and this world will have no stain. Just hold me now. Hold me close. Don't let me go. But close your eyes and look away. I hear that voice again. This is a turn in a new, order, a new order-ish electronic direction, and Annie Lennox provides wordless backup vocals. This is a song that would have fit right in on the playlist of the Toronto station CFNY in 1986. Strangely, neither this nor anything else from Radio Silence got played by them in 1989. Track 7 is the first of two Russian-language tracks. The English title is The Young Lions. Here's an English translation of the lyrics. When the city falls into dark, when the wind blows from the Neva River, Catherine stands by the window, watching as the young lions go by. They don't know what winter means. They are dancing. They are free from our losses, and they do not know what to do with themselves right now. And they will enter when Catherine opens the door. And what do young lions want? What do young lions want? When the world's getting ready to fall at their feet, and they've got nothing to do right now. But I won't say a word to them. I won't accept the challenge. Because it's not a battle. Everything that we've done, we still remain bright, and everything that was mine will still go to somebody else. It sounds like a bit of a copy of the first track, honestly, with the language barrier adding a little bit of intrigue. Track 8 is Fields of My Love. Hello, sweet victory. So nice meeting you here. Mmm, mmm. So strange when you think about it. I never did anything out of my way. I just strayed. Out in the fields of my love. Out in the fields of my love. Out in the fields of my love. Well met and thank you. I'm glad you taught me so I'm glad you taught me so well. It was fun being around for a while. So sad you have to stay here. Or or can you spread your or can you spread out your wings and fly with me? The opening of this reminds me somewhat of circus music, and the rest has a kind of blunted jauntiness, like happiness tinged with melancholy. Track 9 is Death of King Arthur. It uses lyrics from Le Mort d'Arthur, a 15th century telling of the, of the King Arthur legend by Sir Thomas Mallory. Here are ye old lyrics of Lancelot du Lake, tell I no more. But by this leave, these ermits seven. But still, King Arthur lieth there, and Queen Guinevere, as I you known, and monks that are right of lore, who sing with molded stune, stune. 
Not sure it's written in Old English. Ihesu, who hath wounds sore, grant us the bliss of heaven. It seems like a strange choice of subject for a Russian, but he really gets into the whole medieval vibe. Also notable is that this is one, the one track on which multiple members of Aquarium play. The only other appearances on the album are just bassist Sasha Titov. I'll look at the last few tracks and sum up the album right after this. The Old Man Yells at Music podcast now has a Patreon. Yes, if you like this podcast so much you were moved to financially support it, now you can. There are different tiers with different rewards, such as early episode access, the ability to vote on future topics, and bonus episodes about extra songs from the charts I cover, other charts from other years, genres, and countries, and even the biggest hits of the 21st century. And you can even pick an episode topic for me at the top level. So if you're interested, go to patreon.com and search Old Man Yells at Music, or click on the link Click on the links to the show notes, my social media posts, or the blog at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. Help me yell more at more music. Become a Patreon subscriber today. Track 10 is real slow today. I'll read the lyrics at a normal speed. This is a dangerous tale of oxygen and flame. Tale of running away. Nowhere to run. All I can see is you, visions of water in the desert sun. Stay. Things gonna get real slow today. Things gonna get real slow today. Takes one prisoner, takes one to show him the way. Then comes this lesson in natural history, and these ladies are laughing at me. Can I join the fun? I know I'm haunted, keeps the flame bright. I guess I can say I'm all right. Just a burning arrow stuck in my heart. Well, anyway... This one seems very influenced by late period Beatles, complete with more Indian sounds and some Hey Jude style na 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 na's. Track 11 is Mother. The city is on fire tonight. Sweet forest fire, silent and unseen. The sleepers awaken. Your eyes are open and I know you're smiling at me. Some people say you're not here anymore, but your trees stand proud and laugh and let them pass. So mischievous and holy. And this is a question I'll never want to ask. There's a moon out there, and she wants to be growing. There's a river down here, and she wants to go back to the sea. I am your child, mother, crying to be consoled. I recognize you now. Do you recognize me? There's a part of me that wants to be silent, immersed in your movements, stung by your grace. And here is your song, and I'll sing it. I'm coming home. I've never been away. It's danceable pop rock, featuring backup vocals by Chrissy Hind of The Pretenders. Between her and both Eurythmics, this guy had, did have some heavy hitters willing to endorse him to Western ears. And the last song is called China. It's another, it's another one that's in Russian. So here's the translation of the lyrics. And then I dreamt that my heart does not ache anymore. It is a small bell hanging in yellow china. On a slender pagoda, it hangs and quietly chimes, teasing flocks of cranes in the enamel sky, and modest, and modest girl in a dress of red silks with gold-embroidered wasps, flowers, and dragons, her legs tucked underneath her, 
quietly, without thoughts, without words, is attentively listening to this peaceful, peaceful chiming. It's just vocal and sparse guitar. It's very folk. I would say it's the opposite of ending with a bang. My overall impression of Radio Silence is that it's trying to make a performer whose style is very much defined by the culture he comes from fit into the Anglo-British rock, pop rock template while maintaining some of his uniqueness. And I think to varying degrees it succeeds. But I think the whole moody, exotic foreigner atmosphere of the record was always going to limit the commercial prospects. Any surprise success was going to come from the novelty of him being Russia's biggest rock star. And obviously, that didn't go very far. Radio Silence actually managed to chart. Excuse me, Radio Silence actually managed to chart, slipping in at number 198 on the Billboard 200 for a week. The title song never cracked the Hot 100, but it got some rock radio play and got to number seven on the modern rock chart. Gravenchikov returned to Russia as communism fell and he has continued to perform both with and without Aquarium. Most of his music has been in Russian, including the 1997 album Lilith, on which he was backed by the group that once backed up Dylan himself, the band. He has only released one more English-language album, 1996's Radio London, which came out on a much smaller label, label than Columbia. Now it's time for Old Man Yells at You. This week I've got one recommendation. The documentary The Long Way Home, which profiles Grabenshikov and came out around the time Radio Silence was released. It was directed by Michael Apted, whose credits include Cold Miner's Daughter and Gorillas in the Mist. It's on YouTube, and it will be on the playlist if you're interested. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Old Man Yells at Music Podcast. If you like what you've heard, share, subscribe, and leave a review where you found it. You can also leave feedback on the Facebook and Twitter feeds, both of which are at Mr. B. Glovehead, or on the blog post for the episode, which is at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. Or you can check out the Instagram account, at Old Man Yells at Music. As always, there's a companion YouTube playlist for this episode, which I link to in the show notes. Also in the show notes is a link to my Patreon, where you can support the show and get some bonus content and make my charts, just like Mike Birmingham, who just left me a very nice message, by the way. Thanks, Mike. All lyrics quoted are for purposes of discussion and review. No infringement is intended. Next time in the show, we look at the charts from late April 1990. Find out what was on the charts when the Boston Bruins and Montreal Canadiens were in one of their many playoff series. Until then, I'm Roger Stroop saying, I have seen the generals. They drink and eat our death. Stay safe.